Mamas, did you know that your kiddos' iPads and phones are literally set to explicit? Did you have any idea that there are some super easy tweaks you can make to your kids' tech to protect their little hearts and their little eyes and their little minds? Because we are at war, sister friends. We are at war up in here, and we have got to be the hands and feet of Christ in protecting our littles. And this is one super easy thing that I didn't know that I didn't know and you better believe that I have set up. So I'm gonna be walking you through some simple, easy things that you can do to protect your kids while they use their tech. Do you wanna get clear on your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business, or ways to get more clients? <laughs> hey friend, welcome to The Stephanie Gas Show. You know God has a plan for you, yet you can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it. Clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered, and God showed me how to build a business his way. Spoiler, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast, and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. <laughs> this is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee, or grab your kombucha. Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. Before we get into today's juicy, so much fun tech tutorial on how to protect our kiddos. No, for real. You guys, like this is so needed. And I have a legit reason why I'm sharing this with you, which I'm going to tell you in a hot minute. But before we do, I just wanted to let you know that next week on Wednesday, we have the Scale Your Show workshop, which is free. It's for my podcasters and my soon-to-be podcasters. I'm going to be sharing a uh, completely free training, five things that I specifically did to grow to over a million downloads on my show. So if you want to use podcasting to create impact and make money uh, so that you can stop being on social 24-7, so that you can start actually making an impact and growing your business in an easy, organic, fun way, the Scale Your Show workshop is the answer for you. It's going down on Wednesday, December 14th at 9 Pacific, 10 Mountain, 11 Central, 12 Eastern. You can head to stephaniegass.com slash scale workshop. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's just have a mommy moment. Let's have a mommy moment. This is a safe place, friends. So about a couple months ago, we went on vacation. And we came to find out and discover that our son had done some innocent YouTubing uh, to, to find a song called Landon Poops. Now, this is a funny little song. Please do feel free to head to Spotify and type in anyone's name and then poops. There is this dude who literally writes five billion songs with everyone's name in it about pooping. And it really is hilarious. It truly is. It's totally innocent and it's totally fun. But he didn't have Spotify, obviously. So he was using his iPad to search for the Land and Poops song. Well, while we had protections on at certain apps, like YouTube, for example, what we didn't realize is that YouTube, just like any other social platform, is constantly putting up recommended videos. 
and recommended shorts. And these short videos, think TikTok style videos, they don't go through the same process of getting coded and flagged as kid-friendly or, un- or not kid-friendly as some of these other videos do. And so came to discover, long story short, that my son had been shown some very explicit, inappropriate content. And obviously he clicked on it. Like, what is this? And what does that mean? And why are they showing me that? And he kind of followed that little rabbit trail for a while until we discovered what had been happening. And it was a hot mess express, to be honest. Um, it was it was really a hard time for me as a mama. And it was a hard time for him realizing that you can have the intention of not doing something that you know is right or wrong, but yet it comes in as this sly trick and really being able to, to recognize and experience what it looks like to discern through a choice when you're being tempted versus just deciding that if I'm ever tempted, you know, I'm going to choose God's way. Like it's really different when that sin or that temptation is right literally in front of your face. And so God used it for so much good. He helped my son to see what it looks like to make a decision that's really hard. And it, and he also showed my son what it looks like when we hurt someone in our family by the choices that we make. And he absolutely is a redeeming God. And it has all turned out fine. So I don't want you to be worried. But what this did for me as a mom is it really created so much more awareness in my heart and in my mind about we cannot turn we cannot turn away from the reality of what's happening right now, moms. Like Satan is out literally to get us. And to get us, one of the easiest things he can do is to try to deceive and distract and still kill and destroy and go through our families and our kids and our technology. And there are so many open vessels for him, right? Like it's a lot easier to be deceived and to be um to be led into sin than it used to be, in my opinion, because of technology and because of the access that he now has through the schools and and et cetera, et cetera, right? So one of the things that I decided is that I will not allow technology to, not only is it a problem for me, like you guys know my journey with Instagram and with social media and like phone addiction and I mean, Pretty much 99% of you have come to me in my inbox or reached out to my team or in our Facebook community and said, like, social media and technology is a problem for me. So here we are, this community of Christian women and Christian moms who are raising our hands saying, like, our discernment alarms are going off. Something is not right when it comes to our own usage of these phones. And we know that Instagram and social media, they're literally, they're they're willing to say that it is an addiction. They use addiction, um, you know, psychology and all of that to keep us on these apps. Like it's common knowledge, yet we continue to use it and we continue to just validate it. And at the same time, as us feeling like we should lay this stuff down, we're handing our kids a phone and we're handing our kids an iPad and we're beginning their addiction decades earlier than ours ever started. Can you imagine just for a minute the damage that we can control, you know, we can be damage control. We can be a generational waymaker and say like, the buck stops right here with me. Like I am not going to perpetuate this addiction and push it onto my kid's generation. Like I'm going to stop. I not only am going to lay this thing down, I'm not only going to have boundaries with my phone usage. We are not as a family going to stare at our phones instead of each other. Like 
this is not happening in this household. Like for me in my house, we will serve the Lord and we will not. We will not succumb to this social media addiction and phone addiction in Jesus' name. And that means we have to get serious about this battle against technology and against this thing that Satan so clearly has his hands on for our kids. And so I'm going to go through some things that I did after this event happened and praise God that he used this to open my eyes because whoo, I am not taking this laying down. Like I am serious about protecting my boys and granted, like it all began. So, so let's go through these steps. So first of all, it begins with communication moms. Like I am shocked to hear how many people that I personally know who are afraid of having these hard conversations with their kids at a really young age. And the truth is we have to. We have got to start talking to our children right now, as in yesterday, about the dangers of pornography. Now, obviously, okay, sorry, I should have said, please be mindful of your kids listening to this episode with you. (laughs) You might want to take me off speakerphone or whatnot because I may mention a few things of that nature. But I obviously we need to do it in a way that makes sense to whatever age range that they're in. But like I've already talked to my six-year-old about if he sees naked people on a phone, what do we do? And if we are shown something like that from a friend's phone, what should we do? How do we react? Who do we tell? Um, If they're asked to keep a secret about something happening inappropriately, how should we handle that? Who should we tell? Making this a absolutely no shame approach with completely open conversation from an extremely young age. I'm sorry. Yeah, it might feel uncomfortable for you. But the reality is, is that if you don't do this, someone else will. And what type of What type of biblical narrative would you be able to present to your kids about these hard topics versus a worldly perspective and a worldly jaded view from their friends or their phones? Imagine, just imagine. So many of you don't even have to imagine it's already happened, right? So one is hard conversation. Here's the great news, mom. Um, Pray. God's going to show you how to do this. There are some books that can help you. Um, there are some awesome, you can talk to a pastor, talk to other mom friends. Like, how did you guys do this? And, and I'll be honest, like us, we made this like big deal about talking about, you know, ooh, ooh, birds in the bays. And it was like, not even a thing. It was like, oh, okay. Makes sense. Cool. Can I go watch TV? <laughs> you know, like the sooner, the better, because the longer you wait, the more awkward it does become. And don't worry if you've waited too long, there's no day like the present to just, rip off the bandaid. Okay. So that's number one. We got to have hard conversations because if they are not armored up with a what to do situation, they won't know what to do. Number two is we have got to set protection. First of all, number two is we have to set boundaries. And then number three is we're going to set protections, but two boundaries. So what we learned, um, through this situation is that basically we had to have limitations, right? We need to have limitations on how much access our kids do have to their technology and boundaries around when they can use the technology and boundaries around what they're doing on the technology. So what we decided to do is bring it down to an hour of technology a day. Now, obviously, if you know they don't have school the next day or it's a weekend, we might have some more flexibility around this. But I had actually done an episode, you guys, three years ago about how we had, that was when our kids were really, really little. We had taken it down to an hour a day and the drastic improvement that it had made in their behavior. And I had aired that episode and so many of you had given me amazing feedback. And then we had kind of regressed back to 
you know, they use the iPad for coding and you have all these learning apps. And so you validate them using the technology so much more than what is actually, I think, good for for children and good for any human being, you know. And so we got back to that hour a day boundary. And the other thing that I've done is move it to the very end of the day, right? This should not be a I get to use tech whenever I want to. This should be a, I earn my hour of what specifically, right? Not watching mindless YouTube. Sorry, not sorry, but, you know, coding or doing your learning app or doing whatever it is in a family room space where I actively am hearing and seeing what exactly you're doing. Not because I don't trust them, right? But because I don't trust technology. I don't trust the recommended videos that are popping up for my eight and a half year old son to see. I don't trust anything that has to do with social media, anything that has to do with, you know, YouTube or truly technology at all. So that's where I'm at at this point. So we brought this boundary down to about an hour. The other boundaries that we have as a family and honestly that we've always had is that technology is to be used in a shared space. So the living room, there is absolutely no technology usage in the bedroom. There is no technology usage in a a separate room. You are to be in the family room. Uh, Zero, absolutely no ifs, ands, or buts about that. And that helps us not to be helicopter parents, but to be protective and to be mindful of and having our pulse on what our children are doing. And I think those of you with teenagers, you guys are really going to have to discern through this episode because my kids are six and almost nine. So these, these things that I'm telling you, you're going to have to modify and decide what is the best course of action for you, especially those of you who have, you've been wanting to create some boundaries, but you're like, oh no, it's too late. You know, my kids already have a cell phone. My kids already have social media. Like, You're really going to have to discern through and take it to God and ask God to help you navigate these waters. The other boundaries, obviously, that we plan to have over the next five and hopefully 27 million years of my children's lives are absolutely not, no, absolutely hard no to any social media accounts and even having smartphones. There are dumb phones, mamas, in case you didn't know this, that can be a, a watch that can call you. There are phones uh, through Gab Wireless that are only, I believe, I'm not 100% sure on this because we're not even at this point yet, but for so many of you with preteen and even teen, looking at like um, a watch phone or a Gab Wireless like that doesn't allow internet access, that doesn't allow unlimited texting and really having those boundaries because, you know, I mean, imagine what we were like as teenagers, friends. Like I was a terror. And if only I had had the access that I have now, I would have had absolutely no way to control myself because I didn't have any spiritual maturity. I didn't have any discernment and I was very irresponsible. And so I can only imagine what this is like for kids today. It's so hard for them already. Why can't we help set them up for success? Sure, they might be frustrated with us. Sure, my kids are like, why can't I have another hour? And I'm like, go read a book, yo. Go play outside, get dirty, play in the mud. Like, you want to do an art project? Do you want to cook with me? And actually what this has really done is it's completely transformed what my kids come in and know to be their routines in their life. Instead of routine is grab the iPad, the routine is now we got to do our chores. We then play a game. We go outside. We jump on the trampoline and then we come in, we take a bath and then we use our hour of tech. Like they've created this new, this new routine that they're now used to, right? Because 
anything that you set up and you structure can become a new norm. So don't be afraid of making some changes because those changes become a new norm and it's absolutely been transformational for my kids. Like they behave better. They listen better. They still fight, believe. They still bicker. But I think it's healthy bickering. They're out playing and boys be boys. So boundaries, boundaries. Here's what I would recommend. You know, sit down with your spouse, um, sit down and really get an action plan. Obviously sit down with God and then sit down with your kids and come up with a plan. We also involved Miles in the plan of like, hey, what do you think about these boundaries knowing what happened? And he was like, oh, yes, please. Like he was 100% on board because he did not ever want to be, in his words, tricked by the devil again. I mean, talk about maturity in children these days. They are capable of leaning into discernment at a very young age. We just have to help them get there. Okay, the third one is we have to set up the actual technology to protect our kids, right? So we've got the hard conversations, the boundaries, and now we have the actual protections, which are the technological protections. So while technology stinks, in my opinion, for so many reasons, it's also great, right? Here I am podcasting and sharing this information with you. 20 years ago, you wouldn't be able to hear this information from me, you know? Um, Our phones, obviously it's really great. We can have access to amazing things at a much quicker pace. We can grow our businesses faster. Like I know that there's good to be had, but at the same time, We have to be so careful that we are not freely trusting this this technology world and knowing that we have got to, we have to prepare for the worst and then just live our life life expecting the best, if that makes sense. You know, I mean, because this is really, truly the reality and I've now walked through it and I'm like, I ain't playing. Like I refuse, I refuse for that to happen again to my son because that is not fair to him. That is not fair I mean, it happened and yes, he made some bad choices, but at the end of the day, like there really wasn't his fault. You know, it was a combination of not knowing what I didn't know. And so I'm here to share with you, like it's time to get smart about what's really going on. So the technology protections. Okay. The first thing you can do is if your kids, this is totally dependent on obviously how old your littles are. Okay. Cause my littles are pretty little. So this still works for me is having a passcode on all technology in your home. And the only reason we're doing this, I hope that you guys aren't thinking that I'm like a crazy person. I might be, and I'm okay with it. But at the end of the day, like, we just need to be aware of when our kids are using tech, right? You don't want to turn away and all of a sudden they've been four hours deep and you didn't really notice type of thing. So for us, we have a code on the TV. We have a code on our phones. We have a code on iPads. And so if and when, you know, it's time to use tech, it's like, oh, hey, mom, can we un- can you unlock the phone for me? I mean, honestly... Moms, like, we should have a code that we don't know on our own phone. (laughs) Right? Like, hey, hon, can you unlock my phone for me so that I can not use it (laughs) 24-7? Seriously, you guys, we should really do that. I actually had a podcast interview with a friend of mine, and she was like, I literally had a code on my phone that I didn't know because I was using my phone too often. I'm obsessed, right? So we need to set that up first. That's the very first protection that you can do in your home. And it's just so that you know when someone's using technology, okay? Now, the second thing that I had no idea about, and it's I was struggling with how do I let my kids use their technology without like 
stumbling upon something inappropriate on the internet or having YouTube show them a video. Like, how do I protect which apps are available for them, which videos show up through like a Netflix or a or an Amazon Prime, et cetera. And I had no idea about this. And my brother, who's a technology whiz, helped me and I'm here to share it with you. So this is for iProducts. If you don't have an iPhone and an iPad, I don't know your answers, but I'm sure you can Google it. So this is for iProducts. You guys are gonna go down into the um, screen time. So this is how why it's so crazy, because it's so hidden, you would never think it's in screen time. Go into settings on your phone, go to screen time, okay? The next thing you're gonna do is you're gonna scroll down. Obviously, if you didn't know about screen time, here's another awesome thing. This will show you your daily average usage of your phone and it will make you vomit and it will make you wanna throw your phone in the toilet, which I hope that you do. But after you've done that, you're gonna get your phone out of the toilet and you're gonna to go to <laughs> uh, content and privacy restrictions. You're gonna click on that. It's a little red box with an X through it and you're gonna turn it on. I want you to notice something. Literally every single thing is set to allow. Allow, 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 allow. Here's what gets even weirder. Turn on content and privacy restrictions and you're gonna click on content restrictions. Everything in here says explicit. Explicit mu music, explicit books, explicit apps, explicit movies, gross. I mean, I'm so disturbed even telling you this. Okay, so let me repeat. You're gonna go into settings. You're gonna go into content and privacy restrictions. You're gonna turn it on. You're gonna click on content restrictions. Moms and dads, if I have any dads listening, you're gonna click every single one of these. Music, music videos, music profiles, movies, TV shows, books, apps, app clips. Web content is set to unrestricted access, friends. Houston, we have a problem, okay? Siri, explicit language is allowed. Gaming, here, oh, gaming. Adding friends, allowed. Connecting with friends, allowed. Screen recording, allowed. Private messaging, allowed. Everything is allowed on your kid's technology right now in this very second. Did you know that? You did not know that, did you? So we're gonna go one by one. We're gonna click on the first one and we're gonna change it to clean. And we're gonna go to the next one. And we're gonna change it to off. And we're gonna change the next one to off and clean and off and clean. And then what's really cool is you guys can actually go into web content and you can change it to allowed websites only. So they can't even get on the internet. Amen, amen. We're gonna change the gaming settings to don't allow, don't allow for everything. Um, for the apps, you can change the age demographic to be either don't allow apps at all or to only allow apps with a certain age rating. So right now, it's literally allowing all apps. Friends, have you ever seen your kids download an app that has an, um, an absolutely inappropriate ad in it? I have. And it's because I didn't know that my phone was allowing any app to be downloaded. So now you can change this to a four plus or a nine plus or a 12 plus, okay? So just go through one by one by one by one. This is gonna take you just 10 minutes, even less, maybe five minutes. And then you're gonna go and grab your kids' iPads and you're gonna do it for that. And if your kids have a cell phone, you need to go and do it for their cell phone. And obviously, you know, please, Please, for the love, like really, really pray, prayerfully consider before you allow your kids to have social media, before you even allow them to have their own phone at all and where they're using their phone and why. And I know that this is hard and I know that we don't want our kids to be upset with us or to feel like we don't trust them. But at the end of the day, they can't trust themselves. 
<laughs> right? Like if we can't even trust ourselves with phones and social media and etc. You know what I mean? Like how can they? We have to step in. We have to be the barrier. We have to be the protection and the armor of God. God Psalms 91.1 all up and over their lives. I am unafraid and unapologetic about protecting my children. And I pray that you are too. So that is the protection that I wanted to share with you um, that I, it's been life-changing over here. Super here for it. I'm not super worried. They have zero internet access. They don't have YouTube. They don't have, what they have are their learning apps. They have their piano apps. They have um, allowed video streaming, but it's been set to a certain age range. And sometimes they come in and they're like, oh, I can't download this app. And I'm like, woohoo, you know, or I'm like, oh, look it up. And I'm like, oh, you can't. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm not mean about it. But I'm so happy to hear that now the technology is actually doing what I would like it to do, which is just helping my kids learn and helping my kids grow. So I'm just going to pray with you now. And if you liked this episode, um, share it with a friend, please. Like, I don't, this is not my normal content. This is not something I'm here to like have constantly on the podcast, but I felt so convicted that you had to know and that I wanted to share this with you, but not just with you. I want to share it with your friends. I want to share it with your friends' friends. I want to share it with your sisters, aunt, aunts, cousin, coworker. Okay, like text this episode to every single mom that you know because we have got to protect our kiddos. We have to be more serious about it. And we have to know that doing a few easy things like hard conversations, boundaries, and technology protections is not going to take a lot of time, but it's going to make a world of difference. If we can save a couple of years before our kids are exposed to things, we should, right? And we should do everything that we possibly can to allow them to just be kids for as long as possible. Lord, I bring before you everyone listening and their kids and their families and all their friends and everyone that they know, Lord. And I ask you to use this episode to help equip us to be the protection, to be the barrier, to be the armor of God in our children's lives. And Lord, just help us to know and to have discernment and to have eyes and ears to hear and see the enemy attack before it ever happens and to have your incredible answer and your incredible protection and the fiery darts from heaven to come down and to be at war for us and be at war for our kids. And I just pray that you would... um, deploy your angels to walk beside each and every mama listening and dad and each and every child that we are here protecting Lord and that we fully trust you and we thank you so much for walking beside us in this motherhood journey and continuing to lead us and show us the way in Jesus name. Amen. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way, and that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com and head to stephaniegas.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope 
by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.